0: Welcome to the Sly Dog Music Cast. I'm your host, the Sly Dog, and today we're here on a bit of a somber occasion. Um, As you know, I'm a big fan of the cars, a big fan of Rick Kasich specifically, Um, and sadly this Sunday, Rick Kasich passed away uh, in his home in New York. And uh, I just wanted to do a show kind of, you know, as a memorial. Uh, His music is very important to me. The cars are very important to me. They were the first band I ever got into. So I wanted to put this episode together kind of as soon as possible to get something out there to share, you know, his music with the world a little bit more. And also, you know, just to kind of share some stories, you know, celebrate the life of this guy that meant so much to me and so much to other people as well. So I'm going to jump right in. Um, As it's kind of been talked about on the show before, um, if you've listened to the episode where I, you know, did the five ba- bands my dad got me into uh, the number one was the cars and uh the cars were the first band i ever remember hearing as a kid like i said that lello cars tape i requested so much you know because i couldn't say yellow but uh when my dad saw i was into the cars like he definitely you know played me more of the music like i remember hearing the heartbeat city album really early on um and my first uh cd was uh the cars anthology um yeah the cars when i first heard them it just it was like adding a whole new color to the world that you didn't even know existed like outside of the regular scheme of colors like it was just so bright and different and exciting and had an energy to it that nothing else i'd heard had you know and to this day i still haven't heard a band like the cars i've heard bands that are influenced by the cars but i've never heard a band that gives me the same jolt that the cars cars is there's bands that excite me the same way the cars do or musicians that excite me the same cars do but no one has found that same punch and uh so what i'm gonna do in the show is i'm gonna play i'm gonna play songs i'm gonna tell stories um my dad's gonna guest a little later on believe it or not i'm gonna have him jump on he's gonna pick a song tell some stories so it'll be awesome uh so let's jump right in uh my first song i picked was night spots and uh one thing I used to do for fun as a kid is, because I didn't get to go to a lot of concerts as a kid, um, my parents went, but I didn't get to go um, as much as I wanted to, damn it, um, uh, I would create fictitious set lists for bands I wanted to see, and uh, I created a lot of fictitious set lists for the cars, but they always opened with Night Spots. Um, to me, Night Spots is the perfect you know song to open a show with. It's got that you know little little like preamble with the keyboard, and then it kicks right in, it's very catchy, some great guitar from Elliot Easton. Um, just a great song about, you know, like a girl that, you know, makes you feel insane, feel, makes you feel awesome when you're, you know, hitting the, hitting the club on the town. It's a great t- song. And uh, I have a very vivid memory of, like, the first time I heard it. I believe the first time I heard it actually wasn't, well, um, before I heard Candio, I saw, um you know, and the hardcore fans out there will know what I'm talking about. There was the, Cars Live, VHS and DVD, Cars Live in musikladen I believe is how you say it, live in Germany. And uh they did that on there. And uh that was my first time hearing it. It was just like whoa, and watching them play it is just incredible. So I'm gonna stop talking. Here is Night Spots from Candio. Let's kick it off, guys. <laughs> some candy by the cars great song love it uh, so like i said one of the earliest albums i remember hearing from the cars is heartbeat city um, heartbeat city is probably their biggest record um, i'd say their most well-known is the first one but their biggest you know hit was probably heartbeat city and uh i remember listening to that cassette with my dad you know he'd play it in the barn a lot uh when we were in the pickup you know hello again would just kick in and I'd know we were off to the races like that song was just incredible and I'm going to play it in a minute but a lot of my early car's memories are tied to Heartbeat City. I know that album very well. Um my dad had the uh, Heartbeat City uh VHS, you know, that had it was like a collection of music videos that came out. Um and it covered like Panorama to Heartbeat City and there were like little you know strange skit type things in between the videos. It was really cool and I made him play it for me a lot so cool but uh the funniest thing i remember is uh the vi there was a video on there i was never allowed to see and that video is for hello again and uh i always wondered why you know i'd ask him to tell me and i think at one point like he came up with some weird elaborate lie that it was violent there was like stranglings and stabbings and it just wasn't appropriate for kids um but then i finally you know years later um i was at amoeba records And I was flipping through the DVD section, and there was a DVD reissue of the uh, Heartbeat City, you know, video collection. I was really excited. I took it home, uh, watched it, and uh, I watched that video for the very first time. And there was no violence. There was no strangling. There was just tits. (laughs) Nothing really violent to that video at all. Just a wonderful display of, you know art and breasts basically <laughs> so yeah just a funny story i thought i'd share um but yeah heartbeat city is a very important record to me um i don't know if it's my favorite it's hard for me to pick a favorite cars album because like they all mean so much to me but for different reasons but uh heartbeat city is probably one of the ones that's the most near and dear to my heart so i'm gonna play something from that um and i also gotta say uh one of my favorite uh ricocase okay, like vocals it's very commanding. And I feel like he's taking me on a journey when this song starts. So, without further ado, here's Hello again from Heartbeat City.
1: Hello! Hello again! Some do the
0: That was Hello Again from Heartbeat City by The Cars. Um, Now, you know, I've been talking a lot about The Cars specifically, but, you know, we're here because, you know, Rick passed. And uh, I want to talk a bit about him for a second. Like, what kind of drew me to him, like, you know, he was very, he always looked very cool to me. You know, people say he was the weird-looking guy in the band, but to me, he looked cool. He was tall, he had dark hair. He always wore sunglasses. Like, he always looked like, you know, the mysterious guy. You know, he didn't say much in interviews, but he didn't need to. He—he You know, his presence... Said more than anything, I think his words could. And uh, I was really excited, especially when I discovered, you know, that, you know, because like I said, the Cars were an early band for me, but, you know, an exciting moment was when I discovered what members can actually leave the band and do projects outside the band, you know, like solo records. And I discovered the record Case like Solo Records, and those, um, just it was incredible for me because you know i thought i'd heard everything you know i was very aware of the fact that the cars had ended after door to door so i was kind of you know had this always had a bit of a sadness you know like you know there won't be any more cars music but to me like finding those solo albums you know my dad introducing me to them i think starting with fireball zone uh kicked off you, you know like a whole new like leg of discovering you know the music that this guy's written and just was exciting. Cause like there's more music like the cars out there. And, you know, I argue that most of Rick Kasich solo stuff, could be car car songs Uh, there is some you know if you look at the second half of the quick change world album some of the stuff on beatitude it's very much you know more avant-garde kind of you know more experimental you know you've got a very droney keyboardy song like out of control or you've got you know like a a very noisy industrial almost song like you know what's on tv from quick change world but there were a lot of songs on those records that could have easily passed as car songs and like i said the first one he played me was uh, Fireball Zone, because that was the first one he got on CD, I remember, before we started pulling out the cassettes. Um, and the song that I'm going to play from Fireball Zone is Touchdown Easy. Uh, Fireball Zone was is an interesting record. Um, it's, for some reason, I don't revisit it that much, but I do like it. Like Every time I hear it, I go, this is great. I need to play this more, and it never happens. Um, it was produced by Nile Rodgers of Chic. Uh, he also produced uh, David Bowie's Let's Dance. So the record has a very clean sound to it. It doesn't, you know, like you you would think, you know, Nile Rodgers produced it as a dance record. It's really not. Uh, It's just got a bit more of a clean, poppy-ish sound. And maybe Rick was going for a hit at the time, I don't know. It came out in 91. The cars have been broken up for like four years at that point. So without further ado, I'm going to play the song Touchdown Easy from Fireball Zone. Check it out.
1: Step for you I won't see
0: That was Touchdown Easy from Fireball Zone. And, like I said, what a great song. Uh, next, I'm, I want to talk about the lyrics. Rico Kasich is one of my favorite lyricists, um, as you could probably guess. And one of my favorite things about his lyrics is I don't always know what they mean. Like, there's still a lot of car songs like I listen to and go, that's great. I don't know what he's talking about. That's great. Or the same with his solo stuff. Like, uh, you know, What is a Weisenheimer Brainstorm? Uh what what does a substitution mass confusion mean like he's really good at painting pictures too she's the frozen fire she's my one desire you know what what a great image how you shake me up and down when we hit the night spots on the town uh it's just you give me something to grab for when you put it in my sight you know what what is he saying with that i'm not sure but as the years have gone by, you know, I've kind of, you know, slowly started to read into them, you know, some of them are kind of double entendre-y, like, I was listening to Don't Just Stop uh, not too long ago, and I I caught the line, I'd really like to melt inside you, I was like, okay, this song's about sex, (laughs) and I would never thought about that before, you you know, I just thought it was a song about a girl that made him, you know, feel good, you know, obviously she makes him feel good, you know, duh, Alex but uh yeah so i love his lyrics they paint pictures they they cause confusion sometimes you know she tricks me into thinking i can't believe my eyes i wait for her forever but she never does arrive you know that's another one i love you know i could sit here for days you know quoting stuff to you um but i'm gonna you know pick another one one that you know this is one this the song is "The side of paradise it's the title track to his second solo record and as a kid I didn't really get the song. I always liked it. I love how weird and it almost sounds menacing. You know, it's a little eerie feeling at times, Uh, but I always loved this song. And then I was listening to it, you know, um, I actually finally got this side of paradise on CD after many years. Recently, I was listening to it again and I was struck by some of the lyrics like i kind of realized that the song could be about you know being in the city and feeling overwhelmed and feeling overwhelmed by being in the big city for the first time like kind of reminds me of the feeling like i got you know walking around new york i was in new york a while ago and uh i'd never been there and i find new york very claustrophobic very like the city is kind of collapsing in on you and I feel like the song kind of mirrors that, that feeling, you know, from inside you want to scream, the comic cut is your arrival. Your reflection is a scene. You're looking for a real friend, any kind that wants to play the games you play, you know, you came to this place, you know, maybe with dreams, maybe with aspirations, but it's not quite what you thought it was. You know, you could maybe use it as a metaphor for LA, but you know, I don't find LA as, you know, LA is full of fake people, but I don't find it as nearly, you know, like it closes, I don't feel like it closes it on you. Like, New York does so yeah from his second solo record this is This Side of Paradise we That was This Side of Paradise, the title track from Rico Kasich's second solo album. Uh, diehards will note that um, I cut out the little uh, True Love reprise at the end. Um, and I did that just because, you know, I wanted to focus on the song This Side of Paradise. I did put a little bit of the True Love reprise at the beginning of the episode for you to hear. Um, and for the record, just a quick note before I talk about my next uh, point in all this. Um... Uh, True Love is one of my favorite Rick Ocasek solo songs. Um, it's I think it's a beautiful ballad, and I love the way it's reprised at the end of the record with that synth line playing the melody. It's just gorgeous. And you've got you know Steve Stevens of Billy Idol's band playing that guitar, just incredible. Just wanted to say that you know, little connection thread that you may have never noticed before. Uh, but next up, I want to talk about one of my. Definitely, you know, like I said, it's hard for me to pick a favorite Cars record, but if I had to rank them all in my top three would definitely be the album Door to Door. um, Their final album with the original lineup, you know, uh, they would do a reunion record later, but we'll talk about that later in the episode. Um, I fucking adore this record. I think, you know, had they continued after this, like, I can only imagine, you know, the, uh, the, the, the sound we would have got from them, the, how the records would have been because this is incredible it's a bit of a you I feel you know some people said like oh it's a step back you know because you know Heartbeat City was was so drenched in technology and keyboards and you know programmed drums and this is you know a little a little more raw a little heavier on the guitar Rick Ocasek producing for the band for the first time um I think it's a step forward um I think the the hard rock songs hit harder and I think the synthy you know Uh, technology slower songs you know are even you know that much you know bigger in their own right you know songs like fine line uh, so wound up on you go away Um, these incredible incredible songs Um, and I've never understood like I always read you know I even read you know the Rolling Stone thing that was written after Rick passed And they called door-to-door, like, some kind of, like, half-hearted way to go out. And that, I was like, really? Like, have you guys listened to the record, like, at all, really? Like, you know, I don't get it. Like, I fucking adore this record. And so does, um, Ben from, uh, what's the name of this podcast? I'm sorry, Ben. Um, I I know I just did a show with you, and I enjoyed doing the show. Um, Ben from the records, Ben Montgomery from the Records Revisited podcast, um, he loves that record too so shout out Uh, i enjoyed doing uh pods and sods with you and eric that was great um so i want to play a song from door to door um and like i said the rockers hit twice as hard and one of the best rockers i think the cars have ever done is strap me in um i love elliot easton's guitar solo i love the video for this song check it out if you've never seen it um yeah i'm gonna stop talking i'm just gonna let the the Brilliantness of this song wash over you. This is Strap Me In from Door to Door by the Cars. in from uh, door to door by the cars what a great great song um next thing i wanted to talk about as i said earlier my first cars album uh was uh the cars anthology i had the two cd set i still have it um i've since repurchased it actually because um i played the shit out of that thing i was really young um i was excited i finally had some cars music of my own um and uh yeah the the original copy like i still have at home but it's probably really scratched i know like the uh the, uh, the trays that hold the CD, the little, uh, what do you call them, the things that hold the CD in place, actually, the spikes or whatever. Uh, those are all broken out. So uh, rather than have my mom send me that scratched up copy, I'm just going to leave that at home for nostalgic purposes. And I bought a new one recently. And uh, I had for- forgotten, you know, how, mu- how many goodies are on here. Like, there's so much cool stuff on here. Like, there's unreleased songs like Take Me Now, the Cool Fool. Slip Away, um, there's some covers, Little Black Egg, Fun Time, there's a demo of Night Spots, there's demos of Leave or Stay, and Tata Ta Wayo Uh the original ones that were recorded like in 77 before they were recorded for Door to Door, so that's really cool, um, there's hits on here, there's album cuts, there's B-sides with That's It and Don't Go to Pieces, you know, it's really an incredible package and i encourage you if you are an inspire aspiring young cars fan um you're looking for a place to start this is a good place to start this gives you a nice little taste of everything i just played it today it was like an incredible trip down memory lane it was cool to hear some of those unreleased cuts again you know because i'm an album guy i don't listen to compilations that much um but this is one i would definitely make an exception for it's just great and uh i wanted to play one of the songs that was exclusive to this thing um a song called slip away which is a song that uh rick wrote and uh he demoed it with the cars um and created a finished version but then uh he gave it to someone else and they took his vocals off and you know uh so this is the uh original cars version of slip away I, i'm sorry i can't remember the name of the artists that it originally now i should i should have done some more prep work um it says in the booklet you know so let's look that up right now Cause I know some douchebag out there in the comments could be like, oh, you. Do blah, 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 blah. Uh, let's see. Slip away it was given to Ian Lloyd. Ian Lloyd. So there you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, from the Cars anthology. Uh, the unreleased. Uh, originally, slip away. slip away from the Cars anthology. What a great little deep cut um, and a great little oddity to include on this episode. Um, Now I've got a special guest uh, joining me. You've heard me talk about him in many episodes. Uh, I did a whole episode dedicated to him, you know, talking about bands he got me into. My dad, Alan, the Stash Man, is here. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing great. All right. Happy to have you here. Thanks for doing this. Um, I figured it was only appropriate to have the guy that started this all for me here to talk about Rico Ocasek, you know, one of the best. Um, but I wanted to start, you know, we've heard me talk about my beginnings a lot. When did you first remember, you know, when do you first remember becoming aware of the cars and hearing them for the first time?
2: It was actually shortly after I got my driver's license. And within a month, the car's song, Let's Go, was Phil on the radio. And it was always a great song to hear. and And that got me into the
0: cars. Nice. That's a great That's a great driving song, too. The whole Candio record is good for that, so that makes sense that that would be the one. Um, what stood out for you at first? Because to me, you know, you look at bands from that era, uh, and you can kind of tell, you know, they are of, you know, the time. The Cars have always had a kind of a timeless sound to me. Like, what made them different for you, like, from who else was on the radio at the time, like The Knack and Blondie?
2: Well, the cars just kind of stood out on their own. They were, they definitely were a hardy, kind of bad band, and they always, the songs always had a timeless feel to them, and it, they're always great to hear on the radio uh, or when I'm in in a mood for cars. I just pick out a cars CD or Rick O'Kasic solo, and and I just, I've never lost my interest in them.
0: That's true, and I can tell because, as someone who has dug through your music collection many times, everything's there. Everything's there. You you ha- you have every you collected everything by them just like I did. Um. Uh, one thing you know, Rick has obviously passed, and it's very sad. Um, I want to talk specifically a little bit about him. Um, everybody, you know, I've talked to a few di- few different people today on a different podcast, you know, about their thoughts of Rick at the time. You know, they always saw him as this, you know very enigmatic kind of the mysterious you know quiet guy you know with sunglasses you know do you remember like the first time you like maybe saw a picture of him and like you know what your thoughts were like did he like stand out to you you know from like you know other people you maybe saw in magazines or in band photos at the time
2: well I'm, i'm sure the first time i saw a picture of him was probably on the uh inside the you know tape and album covers um they just i always thought he had kind of a cool vibe to him he just seemed like you know a cool guy with his head on straight and i just Mm -hmm. you know thought he was a pretty decent guy and i really
1: liked all of his work
0: well said well said and you mentioned the solo records um you know i i wanted to tell this this story like mention this real quick you know It was very exciting for me at a very young age to find out, you know, you'd introduced me to the cars and I kind of had this sadness, you know, because I was very aware that the car stopped after Door to Door. Um, And then there was this revelation that, oh, wait, you you can actually do music outside of the band you were in. Um, You can make like other people can do solo records. Um, Do you have a favorite solo record of his that, you know, kind of stands out in the canon for you?
2: I would almost have to go at this side of paradise might be my favorite one, but you know Trouble troubleizing next day, you know even fireballs on they're all great on their own,
0: yeah, um, I got two more for you uh uh real quick uh what did you think of my reaction? you know I've always always been curious, you know, like you know most kids, you know my age. They listen to their parents' music for a while and you know, they kind of, you know, find their own thing and I definitely, you know, got into stuff that, you know, you didn't listen to. But very much a lot of what I listen to is music that you introduced me to. And what did you think of my initial reaction to the cars as a as a little little kid? You know, did it make you laugh? You know, what'd you think? Well,
2: it definitely, you know, made me laugh. It kind
1: of made me smile. I was really kinda of happy to see it. Take
2: an interest in something that I really liked, and now, nowadays, it's just great memories is what I think about when I think of all that.
0: Same here. Yeah, I, I, I hear a lot of these songs and they take me back. I can remember the first time I heard it or talking about it with you. Um, so I wanted you to pick a song and I'm going to play it. Uh, what What you got for me? I'm
2: going to give you something to grab for from his first solo album. Yes.
0: Thank you. Good choice. All right. Uh, from Beatitude, this is something to grab for. Dad, thanks for coming on and talking talking to me. Thanks. Appreciate glad it. Glad to do it. Alright. Rocky guys. Thanks for having me. No problem. That was uh, something to grab for from Beatitude. Thanks, Dad, for that pick. Um, it was nice to have him on. Um, so continuing um, our little journey through Rick Ocasek, Cars history, um, a notable moment for me, you know, as you know, I'm much younger than most Cars fans out there. I'm 25. Um, I was born in 93. So the first album I remember coming out that I was, you know, I mean, Trouble came out while I was alive, but, um... You know, I was too young to, like, you know, register that there was a new record out at the time, really. But uh the first, like, you know, new Cars-related thing I remember coming out and being excited for was Rico six last solo album, next Day. And I begged and begged and begged and begged and begged my parents to get it for me. A lot. Um, And they're like, oh, just wait, your birthday's coming, your birthday's coming, your birthday's coming. And finally my birthday came, and... uh I got it. Record came out in two thousand five, so I was turning hmm, eleven, maybe ten. I'm I'm not sure. Maybe it was two thousand four. Should should look that up. Anyways, um. So next day I got it for my birthday, and I, my mom tells me I was literally jumping and shaking when I got it. So <laughs> yeah, I I was excited. Like to me, this like this was like a big deal to me. Like this was like you know maybe he'll do more music. I mean, it took a long time for us to get another record out of him, and it was a Cars record, which is good. Um, but I thought maybe we'd get records more regularly after next Day. Um, and that didn't happen, but that's okay. Uh, I love the record at the time. I still love the record. Um, I plan on playing it this week, you know, kind of in memoriam. I haven't heard it in a few years. But, um, I immediately learned that record, like, front to back. I learned all the words. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's still somewhere there in my brain, hiding out. So I'm gonna play the first track on the album. This is Crackpot from Next Day by Rick Kasich. This podcast um, i've got two songs left to play you the first one i'm going to play um i got to talk about uh the cars reunion so it wasn't a total cars reunion that happened ben as we know passed in 2001 i believe from pancreatic cancer and i remember being very excited because um so what had happened before is there had been a, a thing called like i don't know if anybody else remembers this the new cars where the only members of the cars in the band were ledston greg hawks um, and they got Todd Rungren in and a new drummer and, uh, they had a few different bass players actually come in and they would go out and do car songs and they were supposed to be like the new cars, if you will. Um, and that was cool. They did a live record, which was, it's pretty solid. Um, and there were some original songs on there that were good, but, you know, I always wanted to see, you know, the band get back together and collaborate again. Um, and I remember in 2011, there being kind of like rumblings there were pictures like starting to come out on the cars of virtual Facebook page. Like it looked like they were in the studio. And then sure enough, they posted a little clip of uh, the song blue tip announcing their reunion. And it was like a really big, holy shit moment for me. I remember telling my da- dad, like, I remember I was helping him out on the farm that day. This was like 2011. I don't know how he wrangled me into that. Cause by then I was pretty much done with the farm, but he did. And, um, like i'm like i mean I'm like sit down with me and watch this like 30 second clip like over and over again and we were both like oh my god it's happening and uh we waited patiently and we got the cars reunion album we got moved like this which is in my mind one of the best you know reunion records i've seen, i've ever heard a band do like talk about going back to you know the sound that is you know the cars um and doing it in a big way like there was no attempts to be someone else on this record like there wasn't a rick okay's like solo record you know with the cars backing him up it was by all accounts it was a cars record you know rick may have been singing all the songs but it very much you know had the vibe and feel of a classic cars album songs like free uh sad song uh, i mentioned blue tip uh keep on knocking they all had that you know classic cars vibe um and the one i'm gonna play from that record is a song called take another look um it's funny at the time i interpreted the song as a tribute to ben um uh it's a bit different from the other songs on the album well well you know the cars have never you know shied away from experimentation with electronics in the past this song is mostly just programmed drums and a little bit of guitar and rick's voice but man there's something about this song that just hits me in the right spot and the backing vocals to me sound a bit like ben even though he's not there and you know with rick you know just passing now i feel like the song is you know even more appropriate we should take another look at this band we should take another look at this you know these great songs so i'm gonna play that from move like this by the cars this is take another look by the car. So, we've reached the end of our episode here and I just wanted to say, you know, a little final piece about Rico Casick, you know. His music means the world to me. Um he's my favorite songwriter and uh it'll always be very important to me like, you know, he gave me a, this little rock and roll farm kid a glimpse into like a world of rock and roll that, you know, I don't think I would have otherwise knew existed. And uh, you know, for someone who really felt like he didn't fit in uh, the cars gave me a way to fit in I felt like you know this is you know this music is for people like me this music belongs to me so thank you for that Rick I appreciate it I wish I, I really wish I could have met you I really wish I could have shook your hand but you know you know you weren't a big talker anyway so maybe, I, who knows what we would have talked about but look at this episode as my thanks so I just wanted to raise wait before before I do a toast um also uh, there was some talk of He had an album ready to go, potentially, I think, a solo record, something like 15 songs. So I'll be on the lookout for that. Maybe we'll get it, you know, as a posthumous release. And if we do, I'll be here to love it and promote it, you know, like I do all his other stuff. So I'm going to raise my uh, Dr. Pepper flavored seltzer water in toast. (laughs) Rick, my man, thank you for the inspiration. Thank you for the music. Thank you for giving me something to hang on to as a very confused little kid. So thank you. Cheers, brother. And with that said, the last song I want to send us home on is uh, Heartbeat City. Um, I've always thought this song has a very positive vibe to it, you know. One of my favorite lyrics is, there's a place for everyone under Heartbeat City's golden sun. Um, even the opening line of the song is, Heartbeat City, here we come. Happy days, come along. So, you know, Heartbeat City sounds like a positive place. And I hope, you know, if Heartbeat City is a real place, I hope that's where Ricky is right now. And he's just living it up in that crazy nighttime beat poet world that inspired him so much. So I'll say, you know, to the people listening, you know, thanks again for listening um i appreciate it you know you can find me on the facebook and the twitter and on podbean you know subscribe on itunes you know to get the episodes when they come out um got a lot coming got a lot of stuff in the can um but one last time rick salute you man thank you let's all take a drive to heartbeat city off into the sunset thank you peace love and rock and roll from the sly dog music cast for listening to the sly dog music cast if you want to know what's going on follow me on twitter at sly dog music cast or facebook at sly dog music cast thanks again for listening peace love and music